Welcome to the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report, an hour-long Aggie football show heard weekly on the CRM Sports Network in this station. I'm your host, Gabe Bach. The 17th-ranked Aggies got by South Carolina Saturday on the road, 26-23, and have won three consecutive games, all in conference, all by seven points or fewer. Quarterback Kellen Mond passed for 353 yards in the win. Tight end Jay Sternberger hauled in seven passes for 145 yards and a touchdown. And receiver Courtney Davis had a little breakout moment, adding nine catches for 127 yards. The Aggies are 5-2 and two overall, 3-1 and one in SEC play, tied for second in the SEC West. And A&M is off this week before heading to Starkville to take on Mississippi State a week from Saturday. Coming up on our program, we'll look back on the win over South Carolina. We'll assess the program through seven games. We're joined on the show by former A&M quarterbacks Jimmy Wright and Trevor Knight, former Texas A&M defender Justin Dunning, played DB, linebacker, and edge rusher in his time at Texas A&M before succumbing to four knee surgeries. And SEC Network analyst and former Auburn center Cole Kublik will be on with us as the hour rolls along as well. Gabe Bach with you. Happy to be here. It is the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? Because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom White Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryant or shop us online all the time at TomLight.com. Chevy, find new roads. Hi, Gabe Bach here from TexAgs Radio, and if you're not currently a premium or varsity-level subscriber to TexAgs.com, what are you waiting for? TexAgs.com is the inside source for all things Aggie sports, the leaders in breaking news coverage, in-depth analysis, recruiting scoop, and more. Whether it's exclusive long-form interviews with Aggie players and coaches or inside on the next big recruit on his way to Aggieland, nobody covers A&M like TexAgs. Jump on board now and don't miss out on the very best in A&M sports coverage. It's TexAgs.com. We see it every day. They cut you off, and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business. Day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Clear your calendars because the best time to discover your best hair is here. The Gorgeous Hair Event is back at Ulta Beauty. It's three weeks of daily beauty steals of up to 50% off the most loved brands like Redken, Living Proof, and Dry Bar. Check out deep conditioning masks for a frizz-free fall, flat irons for silky locks that never stop, and color boosters to keep you vibrant all season. But hurry in. The event ends October 20th, only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful.
Welcome back. It is the Tex-Ags Marina White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you, and let's look back on the three-point win against South Carolina last weekend at Williams-Brice Stadium in Columbia with former Bryant-era quarterback, longtime coach, coordinated the offense at Tennessee and Mississippi State in his storied college football career, Jimmy Wright with us in studio. Jimmy, how are you, man? <clears throat> well, I know that you're happy and Olin's happy because your trip was great to South Carolina. Yeah. When you come back victorious, and what we do is we cover a team, one right. team. And so uh, we're going to have a better listening audience. We like A&M. I love A&M. Right. We both love I, – I'm wearing a ring. So there's that side of it too, but then the reporter side, and then what we do. The sandwich maker is impacted when A&M's playing well. Right. The barber's getting more – doing better in the world. Everybody's happy, Every, right? Everybody's got a good attitude. Yeah, but when you cover the team, it's a direct hit. Yes. Impact positively and negatively based yeah. on their performance. Because so you, have to take all, you have to take all the stats down, good or bad or in between, and you get to see all the emotions. And there's many emotions during a game like this. Oh, yeah. We have to communicate all the news, whether yep. that's good news or bad news. And it's much more enjoyable to deliver good news, Jimmy. So that was fun. Uh, A&M has now won three straight SEC games. All of them have been close. All of them have needed toughness and grit and everything else to win these games. All the that's Jimbo right. monikers, they yep. need all of your four Ts and five Fs and everything, yeah. the Ds, they need all of them. They need every one of them. To win Be games by seven because points Because when you start less. looking at the SEC – this is a conference that anybody can beat anybody on a given Saturday. I don't care who's favored. I really don't. Whether it's by two and a half or by 14, it is a tough league, and it's even tough to go play elsewhere because it's gotten so big with all the fans in the SEC who support their teams, all 14 teams, great, and they're out there ready to go. Yeah. Just like when you went to South Carolina, oh, that man. was eight, over 80,000 there, see. Yeah, that's and some they pockets of emptiness there. But I tell you what, man, that's a supportive group, whether they're good or bad. Yes. And they're loud. That's a tough place to play. We played them when uh, pa Paul Diesel was a head coach and I was at Tennessee. And we were number two in the nation and barely beat them. Oh, you went over to Williams-Brice? They were we in the ACC at the time. Or were Paul they independent? Diesel. This was 1970 when we went 11-1 and one and was number two in the nation. Were they in the ACC at that time? They were ACC. Okay. And uh, we played them and barely beat them something like, I don't know. Uh, see, I can't remember the, the field goals kicker's name, George Hunt. Okay. And he hey. kicked about a 30-yard field goal to beat them. And we went, I don't know, like uh, we started on the 20 with about a minute and something and went down and kicked the field was goal. This again. It was this uh, Conjures? No, this was Bobby Scott. Bobby Scott. Bobby oh, yeah. Scott was yep. the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And they're tough over there, man. Yep. And I don't care. I've been to all these stadiums. That predated Sandstorm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't care whether you go to Vanderbilt, Missouri. I don't care. They're all tough when you get to their home. Yeah. They play tough. And, and if you don't get turnovers, if you don't get some turnovers and some long gainers. Now, when I say long gainers, I break it down – Gave 20 yards or more. But I'm talking about Alabama long gainers, 83 yards, 79 yards, 60 yards. Intercept the pass and go 57. Run a jet sweep and go 57. And, and well, they did that. A&M well, had uh, about eight of those. Yes. Yeah. They had seven. I mean, A&M had, I think, five or six, wasn't it, long gainers? Yeah, I count runs over 15. So yeah, we, we look at it differently. Yeah, I look at yeah. it different than yours. Yeah, right. And, like, we held Sternberger them. had almost all those, too, by yes. the way. Davis had one. Yeah. And, and see, when you get down to why Sternberger and Davis are the ones that are getting the long gainers, because they're the ones at their position that's got speed and quickness. Right. And, and, and if I had to say anything about recruiting of players for 2019, 2020, 2021, improve our team speed, our wide receiver speed, our secondary speed, and our tailback. Because we got some speed at tailback, but we don't have speed like Alabama's got. When them Harris boys hit the off tackle, bounce outside, and outrun everybody in the secondary seat. Okay, but if I'm complaining about some things, I'm not complaining about running backs. No, no. I'm complaining about wide receiver speed across the board. That's other correct. Other than number one. You hit it on the head. that guy gets open a lot. He's uh, a good route runner. I like the receivers, but I just wish that – and I'm not going to start naming now. I wish they had more speed and more quickness to have the separation to make that the window 
bigger for Kellen Mond. Yep. And Kellen Mond was 67.5%, did a good job, no interceptions, no fumbles at his position. Now, if we'd have had one fumble or one interception, it might have been a loss or an overtime. Well, I'm let's, telling you. let's just point to uh, the the – 22-yard throw into the goal, right at the goal line, that ball was picked. Oh, and yeah. Buckley, and Kellen admitted that Buckley kind of ran a bad route. Right. But you got to make up for it now. And then and he, he become made... a defender. And he wrestled that thing down until the fullness of that guy's body was entirely on the turf on the... until the ball jostled yep. loose. And, and, and give see, him credit for that. See, you got to give Cameron Buckley credit for grit and fighting to separate that guy from the football because that could have been an interception and maybe see because when you start looking at if you just look at one stat the quarters three ten three ten see you're looking at 26 points you're looking at four field goals if a&m there's there are about three things that if a&m could do when they get ahead 17 to zero against arkansas 16 to zero against south carolina is when they make that drive and they made five out of seven positions, possessions in the red zone, it, but he hit four field goals. Now, any way you cut it, seven times four is 28, see? Yep. You add 28 to 26, it's 54 points, see? And so we've got to improve our red zone. And, and I'm not sure exactly how you're going to do it with the personnel at – at wide receivers because it narrows the distance down. When you get to the 10 or the 8 or the 16, everything is, is cut down short. And the guy that gets open down there, now this is Sternberger and number one, Davis, see. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And you know, Trevon Williams, now Corbin had the longest rushing long gainer at 21 yards. Big fan of Jay Sean. Oh, you and I are big fans of number seven now. He, he's pretty patient and waiting for mm-hmm. the first hole, right, the right hole, and then boom, he gets north and south in a hurry. And let me tell you something. <clears throat> when Fisher decides to play number seven and number five, a lot of snaps. Together. We, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he did some of that. Oh, he did, but he did some of it a little bit. Right. And, and put in number 80 and 81, I'm telling you, our rushing game will go. We ran 40 snaps in rushing at 105. Wait a minute now. 2.6 yards. That's not good. They ran 18 at 76 for 4.2. See? Where, yeah. And, and then their passing was way off. Uh, Bentley went only 48.5%. Cullen Mine went 67. There's the makeup. Of the rushing game right there. See? Yep. How you balance it out. See? Well, what did Kellamon prove is, okay, if you're going to load up and put numbers in the yes. box, run blitz and make sure you're trying to stop Travion, I can beat you because now I've not only proven it in a flash against Clemson, it's a very good defense, but now I've proven it again against the likes of Will Muschamp and Venables. So now you got to pick your poison a little bit with A&M. He's yep. putting a lot out there on tape good for A&M. He, when Will Muschamp moves, when he loaded the box – whether it was a strong safety or free safety or he blitzed a cornerback, whatever it was, uh, Fisher was ready for it with a game plan. And, and the passing game had to excel because they had more people in the box than we did. And it was going to get to be one, it was going to get to be a 1954 type of game with the Junction boys. <laughs> well, don't tell me that. You guys won one game that year. No, no, I wasn't there. I'm a freshman. We I know. Won the, we won the championship. I know. See? I get it. We'll have more with James Wright Jr. after this. Gabe Bach with you on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network. Welcome back. Gabe Bach with the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network and looking at the three-game winning streak and key areas of focus heading into the bye week before you start that back half run here in 2018 under Jimbo Fisher. Back for another segment with Jimmy Wright. Here's what I think. I think every game, uh, we have uh, five games left. We have four conference games and uh, one U- a game with UAB. I definitely think that between Mississippi State, Auburn, Ole Miss, UAB, that A&M can win the games if they do not 
beat themselves and have turnovers. They'll be favored, I think, in all those games. And if they play like the stats that they have right now and don't do anything foolish, we could be 9-2 and two playing LSU for lots of marbles. Now, we cannot sit here, and, and, and I, I like the question you asked, but the biggest, the biggest hurdle between Mississippi State and Auburn is going to be them Bulldogs over there at Starkville. I'm, just like I, I, I said it in 2016 when we were ranked number 10, I said, man, you cannot go to Starkville thinking you're playing a little bitty old school because Starkville isn't near as big as College Station or Bryan at all. Not as big as A&M for sure. But that's a loud place. But I want to tell you something. The fans come out. It's just, they built their stadium up to 60, about 65,000 now. And they've got a good defensive team. And let me tell you, Coach Moorhead finally decided that Nick Fitzgerald was a Sammy Ball runner instead of a Peyton Manning passer. And that's the right. last game or two, he's been running the ball. So all we got to think about, I like your question, but we're gonna we gotta really, really play good. Now, Mississippi State and AM in six games were three and three. Auburn with uh, six games were three and three. We beat Auburn all three times over there. They beat us over here all three times. And they're struggling right now, too. And and they're struggling. Now here's how topsy turvy this this league is. Auburn beats Washington. What are they in the top ten, I believe, aren't they? They were. They, they just were, lost to Oregon. They, oh, they lost. That's right, by three points there. So, But Auburn beat Washington, and then you take Kentucky. They beat Florida, and they beat Mississippi State. We beat Kentucky. LSU beats Auburn. Uh, Florida beats LSU. Uh, everybody is playing topsy-turvy football on every Saturday. And if A&M will somehow create – better stats in the secondary, and receivers get bigger separation, and we run the ball with a bigger per yard carry. If we could get up there to 4.6 to go with our passing game, we're going to be a tough team to get out, I'm telling you. You know, when you go four yards, this is what I told Coach Bryant, and he didn't like what I said when he said, now if we we run the split T option, Jimmy, and you go uh, one yard over the right guard, one yard over the tackle, one yard, that's three. We're going to make a first down. I said, Coach, three times three is only nine. <laughs> he, he didn't like that at all, Gabe, because he was counting four downs, I guess, to get to the 10 yards. Right, right, right. But if any You got three, three, and three, you're punting. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. Yeah, you're punting. That's what I said to him. He didn't like it. But anyway, <laughs> if, if A&M could improve their rush yardage per play, to 4.6, they would be very, very – because you're going to have to think twice after Kellen Mond has started passing because if he can eliminate turnovers – because if the play against Alabama, it was 75% bad at second play. Hell, just fall on the ground and you don't have seven points and the game is still 0-0. Okay, against – when he did not get the snap from center against Kentucky – you, they, ran, they ran it back, and he had his hands there. The ball was on the side, and he was juggling it, fumbling it. Just go to the ground, and now you've got third and eight or whatever it is, or third and ten. But you don't give them a what, Gabe? Points. You don't give them a touchdown. Right. They picked it up, and that's the easiest way to give a team a touchdown. Right. So, did we have turnovers this game? Guess what? Zero. Yep. He really didn't make those egregious mistakes. He he did not throw the ball where three guys were around the receiver like he did uh, Trevor Wood and 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 Jay Sternberger, uh, you know, in some games. Yeah, Arkansas too. Yeah, and Arkansas. Mm-hmm. See, and that but see in the SEC, talent gets better than Northwestern State and ULM. So you cannot you got to be able to read that coverage and know where that ball is going to go now. You know, right. it's kind of like some of your uh, your your commercials. How fast you talk, that's how fast he's got to get rid of the ball, see. 
Yeah, I think they're going to go to Starkville with two weeks to prepare for the yes. one-dimensional team. Now, they're a very good defense, and they and their quarterback has burned A&M in the past. But this is a do, new and different Texas A&M. And now, I, you wish you had Donovan Wilson, that's for sure. But See, I feel like they're going up there, and if they beat Mississippi State, woo! A&M is playing for a Gator Bowl at minimum. If, at if minimum. They, if they would, beat Mississippi State on I'm a hot streak, I think if, they'll house Auburn. I'm not going to say if because they got my two buddies. Brandon Gaines and, and Gary Hine have been going to all the away games. Yep. We've been winning. They, they, I don't think they've got a losing record away game. Gary Hine and, and Brandon Gaines, they're going to the Mississippi State game. All right. Let's see, get them out there. See, they're going to that game. Send them to Auburn. That's it. See, we might want to get some money and send them to Auburn game. <laughs> no but, question. But, but the Mississippi State game is a big, big game. The only thing I did not like when I watched them play their last game and won is they went back to Nick Fitzgerald being a runner, and he's 6'5", what, 238. See, he's a big boy. He's playing big boy game. You know, he, he ran tough. And, but here's the thing that I really am impressed with the way that these players, and I'm going to brag on them. Now, I know we're going to miss Donovan Wilson for the first half, but guess who was the leading tackler? A senior again, Donovan Wilson, in the secondary with seven solo and zero, and he's got to quit targeting. Now, we're going to also lose Renfro for a half, and Jones has got to play better than he did against South Carolina. Well, Renfro Carolina. was in the first half, so he's back. Oh, he's yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, he's back. already set out to yeah, set. He set Oh, out. well, good then. So we yeah. got Renfro. Okay. Well, I think Renfro also proved just how valuable he was. Because a lot of times he'll go a whole game, you don't even know he's out there. That's and that's right. what you want for a corner. Because mm-hmm. he's so covered up, his guy, they're not throwing over they're there. They're not throwing the ball to and him. And then they identify, we're going to throw on 10. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Look, oh, they you they got, went after 10 like, yeah. like you and I at the junior-senior prom saying, hey, Gabe, there's a pretty girl. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, they did. And, it was a, and, and, that's, and what that proved is this team just doesn't have the depth over there. Renfro's got to play a lot because I think he's their best corner. Uh, if I'm glad you told me that because I thought Renfro was going to be missing a half against MS against Mississippi State. Now here's the other deal on on, on the secondary. It was it was Donovan Wilson, senior. That's great. Okay, when you get to the linebackers, guess who? Oh, Atura Laka playing good. Let let all of them with five solo and zero assists. Okay, now you get the defensive end, defensive line. Okay. I don't know whether Kiki was got all his at defensive end or line because they move the linebacker up when he goes back and plays a tackle in there. But anyway, Kiki was one with two solos and zero, which is a senior. And guess who? Dalen Mack, defensive line. Two solo no, he was one and one, one solo and one assist for two. And and that's a senior. And then Lance Durham was either the end or they were all tied in there kicking him. Well, but he had the biggest play defensively oh, of the game. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did he? It, when you start talking about two big plays, my two big plays, you ready for him? Yep. Lance Durham on the sack. Big play. And just uh, Sternberger being a, a cowboy and letting the guys <laughs> ride him for 27 yards. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Yeah, he carried Wasn't him 26, 27 yards on the way to a 53-yard game, which set up a Sternberger touchdown, and that gave A&M a 10-0 lead. Our thanks to Jimmy Wright from one quarterback to the next, Trevor Knight, along with former A&M defender Justin Dunning with us on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Geico presents eyewitness interviews with inanimate objects. This is Belinda Collins, live on the scene of a recent lightning storm. Here to describe the event, a TV tray. I was watching football and holding a plate of meatloaf when kabam! A bolt of lightning slams into the apartment, blowing out the TV and surround sound. Anything you could have done to help? Ma'am, I'm a foldable table, not an electrician. Your TV tray can't help you in a lightning storm, but the Geico Insurance Agency can help you get covered for personal property damage. Go to geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. 
As a business owner, your daily focus is on increasing sales, decreasing expenses, and maximizing profit. And while you may have insurance for your business, you may not know if the coverage is adequate or if you're paying too much. With Dexter and Company Insurance, they'd like to help you out. Since 1876, Dexter and Company has been serving the business, home, and auto insurance needs of Texans for a reason. They provide the most comprehensive insurance coverage at the best price. For a quote on your insurance, call 764-8444 or click DexterCompany.com and see what Dexter and Company can do for you. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com Welcome back. Gabe Bach with you. It is the Tex-Ags Marina White Report on the CRM Sports Network and joined in studio right now by former quarterback Trevor Knight and former A&M defensive back Justin Dunning looking back on that win over South Carolina last week in Columbia. Doing great this morning. Good, Wednesday man. mornings yeah, are becoming one of my favorite times of the week just Absolutely. because of you guys. Hey, so we I appreciate we get you up early, Trevor. We'll I don't know early. if it's early, but <laughs> we're in here. That's right. Absolutely. Well, the key is – Find a way to win. I mean, that's kind of the key theme, isn't it? You got to find a way to win. It doesn't have to look pretty, and you're not trying to you're not trying to impress uh, some committee that's going to decide whether you're in the top four or not. And you got to win by margin. This is a construction project at Texas A and M right now, and the frames up, and they're starting to put some drywall up, and it's looking pretty. Oh, I see it coming together now, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, there's a little notch in that one. We're going to have to replace it. You know, this is still a construction project, and the home is not fully built. But in the meantime, finding ways to win, you're seeing what is being built right now, and that gives me a ton of encouragement. Like Jimbo said, I'm encouraged, I'm not satisfied. I think that's a great way to put it with this football team right now. I think that's a good mindset because what excites me the most is the fact that we haven't played our best football yet. But we've put together three SEC wins in a row. Like you said, we're building that foundation moving forward. And now we've got a bye week to kind of bring it all together, to get healthy, to regroup mentally, all those types of things. And, you know, going into the second half of the season, I'm with you. I'm encouraged. I think we're going to keep trending up from here. And if you continue finding a way to win, despite what the margin is, it could be a special year for the Aggies. It's a tricky thing, right, J.D.? Because you got to learn how to win these tight games before you do it. But you kind of got to do it to learn how to do it. Absolutely. And maybe when you kind of gave yourself a taste of, okay, look, this and that, we would have beaten Clemson, right? That, that was that taste of we can do it. And then to go and have to pull off these tight ones, what can that do for a football team? I mean, you always hear Jimbo talk about it in this press conference. He always says we have to find a way to win. And I think that's a, that's a mental thing within itself. I mean, you can play a really, really good game of offense or defense, but if you don't know how to win as a football team, then, I mean, it's not really paying off for you. I think that, you know, we – the games we've played the past couple of weeks, the scores haven't directly reflected how we've played in the football games. I mean, I felt like we dominated the South Carolina game. It was a really close game at the end, but I felt like we dominated. Yep. And Had I mean, an advantage in every stat except penalties. Absolutely. Penalties. And, I mean, and that's the thing we have to clean up going down yep. the road. I think if we clean up our red zone offense and capitalize on some of those scores in the red zone, and then also clean up the uh, clean up the penalties we had, we gave up almost 120 yards of, in penalties. That's absolutely ridiculous. You clean that up, and I don't think the score is really as close as it was. But I mean, it's satisfying when you don't really play clean football and you end up winning the game, anyways. 
that's a lot to build on going forward. Mm-hmm. Like you wrote about Trevor, because you went in there and won, and that is not an easy place to play. It really very is. difficult place. Williams Bryce, I think, is one of the more underrated places to play in the country in terms of being a road team and going in. It's hostile. It's Absolutely. very hostile. And a road, a win period, like we just said, is a huge deal in the SEC. But going on the road and getting a road win, I think, is even more important. We know that we've got the home field advantage at Kyle Field. We're going to play really good in in that stadium. But going on a road to someone else's house when they've got a lot of moxie and they've got a lot of confidence in their football team and coming out with a W, that's a big-time thing for our team. And just to comment on that as well, I remember when me and my friends used to play NCAA, we used to turn off the, uh, the home field advantage setting. But, I mean, in real life, the home field advantage is real. You know, teams are playing a lot different at home. They have their whole little confidence thing going for them. It's like to give them kind of a, bo- a boost to their morale and, the, and their performance goes up as well. And so, I mean, kind of like Trevor said, going on the road and being able to win on the road is absolutely big for us. Yeah. What's the number one good that you pulled out of it? A specific player, a specific moment that got them over the hump? What, what was the number one thing for each of you, Trevor? Yeah, I, mine was – the fourth quarter long drive that we had capped off by the Travion touchdown. And I just think that shows that we are a second-half team. And that's why that excites me, because not only have we been a second-half team in the games we've played this year, but now we're at the bye week. I want us to be a second-half-of-the-season type of team. And I give Jimbo a lot of credit for that, for instilling that confidence in his quarterback and in his offense to be able to drive down the field game on the line so to speak you need a huge drive you need a touchdown and they went out there just guns blazing like it was just any other drive they had confidence in throwing the ball around running the ball they never fretted and when you see that out of your offense in in a critical situation like that it just gives me hope moving into the rest of the season before we hit your good and kind of playing off of that that's huge and a big part of it is how often how much you held the football and when you're going on the road and hold the ball for 41 minutes and you keep moving the chains you're taking their crowd out a lot of times i mean because you can't take the wind out of them oh boom there's another big play oh boom they keep holding the football and, you know, there were moments in there where South Carolina got back into it and there was a ton of life. Mm-hmm. But that drive was just significant. You got the big stop, finally, a second-half stop. They only had four possessions because a held the football so much. South Carolina only had four possessions, four opportunities to score in the second half. They scored on three of them. But the Durham sack and then the mm-hmm. long 11-play 78-yard drive was so fun. But you leaned on them so much that they were falling out late. Absolutely. They were falling out, they were tired, and they were starting to get hurt. There's no doubt. Creating your own energy on the road is what we always talked about. And, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of positive energy for the other team and a home field advantage, to your point. And to create your own energy somehow, yeah, that's what you have to do to win ballgames. And we did that by holding the ball and and taking the energy out of their crowd. Definitely. J.D.? Uh, I think the biggest thing for myself as I was watching the game as a a spectator, I think – you know, in a game where Travion Williams, you know, the SEC leading rusher, didn't necessarily dominate, it wasn't necessarily required. And, I mean, it's – I've been a part of one-dimensional teams in the past. And I've seen yep. – I've played against one-dimensional teams in the past. And, I mean, you talk about just having such a challenge when you can either throw the ball or run it. I mean, you have the SEC leading rusher, but then Kellen Mond, he steps up and it's his game. He wants to go out there and make plays, and he's throwing it, spreading out across the field. Everybody's making plays. You know, we got 100 yards here to Courtney, 100 yards over here to Jason. I mean, everybody's really out there making plays. And so I think it's really satisfying to see that, you know, even though the run game has been such a large portion of our offense in games where it's not necessarily the, the, the highest statistic, Kellen's still making plays on his side. So, I mean, that's been really satisfying to see because his progression has been amazing. You know, yeah. you told me that Travion Woods wasn't going to go in and have a big game last year. I might have been a little bit, you know, frantic about what we're actually going to do out there. But, I mean, you know, Kellen did a great job of leading this offense. He's done a great job all year. Trevor, how important is that as a quarterback? And you're analyzing this thing from a different level with Kellen Mond and his continued progress. But Will Muschamp came in with a clear um, direction defensively. And it's, we're going to stop Travion Williams. We're going to add numbers. We're going to run blitz. We're going to make sure that he doesn't beat us. And that number 11 is going to have to come and play today. And for him to do that, and it be more than a big flash against Clemson in terms of just really slinging the football, mm-hmm. to go out there and then burn him for 353. And, yeah, they need to turn seven into sevens and not into threes or zeros. They, need, they got some red zone stuff. But mm-hmm. for him to go do that and put that on tape again, that's a second game, torching a defense that really tried to load up to the run game. What does that do moving forward for this team where you sort of have to pick your poison or play them even? Because if you load up on Travion, this guy can beat you. 
I think it creates a, this mindset for opposing teams of that offense and that team is scary. Yeah. We are scary to come up against because of those. We, it's proven now. It's proven that you stop us one way, we'll beat you another. And yeah. if, you, if you try and take away the pass, we've got our running back. If you try and take away our running back, we've got our passing game. And we've got ways to combat anything that you're going to do. That's scary for defensive coordinators throughout the rest of this season. But I think in terms of Kellen specifically, he's just stacking on good performance after good performance, which has given himself confidence. I think everybody else on the outside – believes in Kellen now Kellen's really starting to believe in Kellen and once you have that self-belief and that self-confidence it continues to grow on on itself and you know I'm excited to see him continue to get better and better each week as this season goes on he's a special special player and, and a special special kid thanks to Trevor and JD we'll take a time out Cole Kublik of the SEC Network with us next along with our columnist Olin Buchanan you're listening to the Tex Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network Tex-Ags, Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you along with Olin Buchanan, our columnist and Heisman voter, and joined on the hotline right now by former Auburn center and current SEC Network analyst Cole Kubelik. How much run have you gotten from that epic rant on Feinbaum last Friday? <laughs> I've had a few people ask me about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just it, it's frustrating to see that, that somebody feels like they can realistically go behind their teammates or <clears throat> players that they coach on the team's back and share thoughts like that with the media. I was, I was extremely disappointed and, and it's, I mean, I don't care what team it was. That that's, that hurts to think that there's either kids, players, coaches, or, you know, training staff members, whatever it was that think they can go behind somebody's back and, and try to share that kind of information. It's just it's disheartening, man. That's, that's not being on a team. That's not what a team's all about. Cole, where do you think Auburn's going from here? Uh, it's a great question, Owen. I don't know the answer to it. Um, and, and the thing about it is, when you when you look at what they've altered over the course of the season offensively, it's next to nothing. So why would I expect anything to change this week? Um, we can sit here and talk about how bad the Ole Miss defense is and how they can't stop anybody, but the reality is Auburn's offense hasn't changed. So why would it be that much better? And Ole Miss actually brings a couple defensive linemen uh, in Benito Jones and Josiah Coatney and Kadir Shepard who can make plays and who can do some things. So if the offensive line continues to struggle and they don't make certain changes and they don't adapt to their talent around them, then I don't expect things to really change. Um, You would imagine the defense will continue to be frustrated and possibly gassed out if they're not taken off the field for a certain amount of time. And I don't expect a lot to change be honest with you i mean texas a and is not a team that i see them beating right now georgia and alabama definitely aren't and i think they're going to have to play maybe their best game of the year to beat Ole miss this week especially in the secondary and i hate to put so much of the game on one position group on one side of the ball but the auburn secondary is going to have to have a huge day if they're going to beat Ole miss because aj brown and dawson knox and company they can go get the football and they can make plays after they catch the football and by the way, uh, Jordan Tayamu is coming off a career game. So I, I don't really know if I expect things to really turn around this year, uh, Owen. I just, I, just, I just don't see it. And oh. history has told me that this is not going to change. So I don't believe that it will this year. Well, when you talk about history, you know, I remember Tommy Tuberville had a great run. Then he had a losing record. And he was gone. Uh, Gene Chizik, what, two, maybe three years after, two, two years after two. winning the national championship? He was gone. But Gus has the huge buyout. So there's no way he's in any real trouble, is there? I don't believe so. Certain other people will tell you that it's possible, but I, I think Gus Malzahn will be the head coach at Auburn the rest of this year and all of next year. And, and then you can begin those negotiations and talk about where he stands at that point in time. I just I, I think it's too much money, and I think more important, egos are involved, and egos, people don't want to be wrong. You guys don't like being wrong. Sure. I don't like being I hate being wrong. I mean, hell, I had Aggie Nation coming after me for a damn week out there. After I, was, I, didn't even, I didn't even pick the game. That's I didn't true. even pick a winner in the game of the A&M Kentucky game, and I'm getting attacked for a week. So I definitely don't like being wrong. But you got some people who are involved in that contract extension that I would imagine 
they don't want to be this wrong this fast. So for me, Olin, I think it'll be at least through this year and next year before they realistically consider making that decision. Uh, Cole Kublik with us here on the Mac Resource Computer Sideline. Let's go to AM for a second. Another 60 minute airtight kind of four quarter slugfest. They won by uh, three points. It's now three straight wins for Jimbo's team uh, with a lot of toughness, all by seven points or fewer. What, what are you seeing right now from this? Uh, it's still in development, there's no doubt. It's still a working progress from the quarterback all the way down. But what are you seeing from AM right now and winning these tight games? But, you know, it's kind of it's, – it's impressive because – and, by the way, I think Coach Elko should be – if not a finalist, he should win the Royals Award. I mean, what he's done with that group has been phenomenal. 76 rushing yards for South Carolina. Now, they're a team that hadn't had a ton of success on the ground this year. I get it. But that group's just playing really, really good football. They didn't turn the ball over. Uh, so that's an improvement from what we had seen Kellen do in a couple of the previous games. And a little bit of a cleaner game other than penalties. Uh, you get up in the double digits and penalties, and that's going to – that's going to hurt your chances of winning some football games. But I had Arkansas and Ole Miss last week, and, and Arkansas is in a great position to win that football game. And what I talked to Matt Luke about, and his team, his defense didn't get many stops. They got one when it counted. They drive 97 yards, find a way to win that football game. That, to me, shows progression as a coach. That, to me, shows progression as a team. And that might be the area maybe that Jimbo Fisher is more ahead than anybody's giving him credit for in that, in some of these close games, in some of these dogfight-style football games, they're finding ways to win. And there's an understanding as a team of what needs to be done to finish a game and go get a victory. That, to me, shows that this coaching staff knows how to connect with the players, and these players believe in what the coaching staff are preaching to them. So I don't care how close games are. I think we've gotten a little bit too carried away with how teams win, what teams do offensively, and how many points did you score? And did you win by a certain amount? Who cares? A win's a win. You take it. You move on. On to the next one, as Jay Z would say. And I, I think that's one of the more impressive parts about this football team for Texas A&M this fall. They are finding ways to win games, and to me, that shows a belief in what the coaches are, the message that the coach is sending, and a belief in each other, really, as as football players. Uh, changes the subject a little bit here. All right, I don't want to re- overreact to anything that happened last week, but. Is the East wide open now, or is Georgia still going to win it? It's, it's not wide open, but I definitely think it's a three-team race. Um, you, you look at the schedule that Kentucky has remaining, and, and that gives them uh, a big advantage. Now, I think the Missouri game's a little bit trickier. We all believe that they'll get Vanderbilt this weekend, and then they've got Missouri in Columbia. So uh, I actually like the way that Kentucky matches up in that game. But still, if Drew Locke gets hot, I mean, they, they can they can win any game any Saturday. And then, obviously, Georgia in Lexington and Tennessee in Knoxville, which is a bit of a rivalry game, and Tennessee looks like they might be coming around some. But it makes the Georgia-Florida game absolutely gigantic. And until we see what happens in that game, I don't really know if we can specifically say, okay, this is the – I mean, the winner of that game to me is the front runner because – even if Florida wins that game and you say, well, Kentucky's got the head-to-head, well, Kentucky still has to play Georgia the next week in Lexington and have that uncertainty of whether or not they're going to be able to go to Atlanta. And they're, they're, they're playing to see if they're going to go to Atlanta in that game if they win the rest of their games. So it's still a three-team race. Um, it's still open between those three. But the cool part about it is, I mean, it makes Georgia-Florida what it was you know, 10, 15 years ago. All of a sudden – it's almost a play-in game to the SEC championship game and just a, a gigantic regular season matchup that I'm looking forward to. That's going to be a heck of a cocktail party. Cole Kublik with us, SEC Network, Mac Resource Computers Hotline. Cole, how has LSU gotten to this point? Their resume is just unbelievably good. And then you look up and say, I still see a bunch of holes, but they just keep winning big games. And the second part of that, do you think they can upset Bama at home? They know who they are. Uh, they don't. They don't pretend to be something that they're not. There's no fraudulent element about LSU as a football team. They, they know that they need to protect their quarterback. They know they can't ask their quarterback to do too much. Uh, they, they, they ask him to play mainly low-risk football. They use him in the run game a little bit. They protect him with backs and tight ends. Uh, the scheme is not overly complicated. Most of the throws that they ask him to make are, are fairly simple from a read perspective, and he doesn't get them in a lot of trouble. I mean, that, that's the key. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes. And when you play the kind of defense that LSU is playing and you're committed to protecting your quarterback and not asking him to play high-risk football, 
you're going to win a lot of games. That's just the reality. Big thanks to Cole Kublik for joining us. It is bye week. No games to get into here locally, but let's get into four SEC versus SEC games in week eight. On the other side of the break, you're listening to the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? Because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom White Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryant or shop us online all the time at TomLight.com. Chevy, find new roads. We see it every day. They cut you off, and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Clear your calendars because the best time to discover your best hair is here. The Gorgeous Hair Event is back at Ulta Beauty. It's three weeks of daily beauty steals of up to 50% off the most loved brands like Redken, Living Proof, and Dry Bar. Check out deep conditioning masks for a frizz-free fall, flat irons for silky locks that never stop, and color boosters to keep you vibrant all season. But hurry in. The event ends October 20th. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Welcome back. Gabe Bach with you. It is the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network, and we'll close it pretty quickly here by looking at four SEC versus SEC games going into week eight in college football, and the game number one is Auburn at Ole Miss, and this game just got very interesting with the last couple of weeks. 11 o'clock at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium in Oxford. It's on main channel ESPN. And Auburn goes into this limping in, favored by four points. And not only am I going Ole Miss in the points here, I'm going Ole Miss to win this game outright. It's in Oxford. Ole Miss is playing pretty good football. The Rebels have a pretty darn good defensive line. Josiah Coatney, Benito Jones. They've got some guys in there on the defensive front that can give Auburn's porous, at best, offensive line fits. The Tigers... Running back, Jatarvius Whitlow, their best running back, is injured. He's going to play a little bit probably. He's probably going to play, but he's been banged up for several weeks. 
Stidham in the passing game has been a shell of itself this year. The back end of Auburn's uh, defense, their secondary, has gotten torched of late. And Ole Miss is coming in with the best receiving core in the SEC and a quarterback that can get it to him. And Jordan Tamu, I think Ole Miss wins this game, and I don't know if it's close. Ten or more. I think Ole Miss, easy cover right here. My, they're plus four at home against Auburn. No, I think they win the game. Number one, Alabama at Tennessee, 230, Neyland Stadium on CBS, and Bama laying 28 and a half on the road. I think Alabama rolls and wins this game and is up big, maybe even in the 30s, and Tua Tungavailoa does not play in the fourth quarter, and Jalen Hurts continues to have success, but somewhere along the way, a team in Jared Garantano, and they're trying to pass their way back into it, even though they're hoping against hope will probably cover the 28. That's a lot of points. Alabama win this game going away, and my prediction is Tua Tungavailoa will be sitting by midway through the third quarter, but there might be a sloppy touchdown here or there. It's Jeremy Pruitt. He knows the Alabama personnel extremely well. I think they get housed, but somewhere in that 24 to 28 range, and so I'm not like totally confident that Tennessee covers that or that that when I'm going Tennessee into points because Alabama's going to blow them out. But 28 and a half is a lot to lay on the road. So give me Tennessee in the points, but Bama wins big. Number 22, Mississippi State at number 5, LSU, 6 o'clock. Nighttime falling on Death Valley with Mississippi State coming in. And they got right against Auburn, have two weeks to prepare for LSU. But the Tigers, the LSU's playing exceptional football. Coming off the win over Auburn, they're at home favored by 6.5. To me, that's a cover. LSU wins this game in an easy cover because they'll be able with three first-team All-Americans on their defense to shut down Nick Fitzgerald in a very one-dimensional offensive attack, and they can do enough against Mississippi State's defense. State has not played a great offense yet, and they're putting up incredible numbers. They've got a good defense. I'll take the under, whatever that is, and I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, but I do think LSU wins in that 7-10 to 10 range, maybe get, gets a late score and pulls ahead uh, over on top of that number. So LSU minus 6.5, I think the Tigers cover. And finally, Vanderbilt at number 14, Kentucky, 6.30 at Kroger Field on the SEC Network. Kentucky at home, favored by 11. You know, Vandy's got a decent quarterback. They've got a decent defense, but you know, and they and they hung tough for a half. They were up big on Florida, let it slip away, and that might have been a last gasp situation for the Commodores. This is a bad football team. Kentucky's a good football team with a ton to play for, and I think they win by fourteen or more. So I think Kentucky covers minus eleven at home against Vanderbilt this Saturday, and that'll do it for the this week's edition of the Texas Marine White Report. Big thanks to Jimmy Wright, Trevor Knight, Justin Dunning, our producer Dalton Hughes. We'll be back next week to look ahead and break down the trip to Starkville, Texas A and M, and Mississippi State a week from Saturday. Hope you've enjoyed the program. Gabe Bach with you. You've been listening to the Texas Marine White Report on the CRM Sports Network.